Today we're going to talk about health issues. You know, I find health issues to be a very interesting thing. And anybody that's involved in medicine, health, uh, I'd love to hear from you on any of these issues. Um, and let's discount um, mental health. We'll, we'll discount that for now. Yeah, 25% off. Uh, here's what I have come to understand about humans and their health. If you've been listening to the previous segments, then you won't be surprised when I use the word perspective. I started taking on a perspective regarding my health because I've gone in and out of good and bad health, probably much like a lot of people out there. And I think it's interesting how we just assume we should be in good health. We assume things should be working perfectly fine, that there's no reason why anything should be wrong with your health. And what's wrong? Oh, well, you don't feel good. You feel weird. You feel funny. Uh, You never felt like this before. Or, God, you're always feeling like this. You feel sick. Or something hurts. I got to thinking, has it ever occurred to me that uh, it's a miracle that we are alive and functioning on any level? Now, I'm using the term miracle very lightly here. I'm not going to get all philosophical here. I mean, our existence on the planet is is somewhat of an impossibility. But let's... Let's stay focused here. Modern medical science, if you have access to it, is an amazing thing. And perhaps a notch down from that is natural remedies, self-care. And then a notch below that we have homeopathy and um, placebos, acupuncture. chiropractory which work to bolster your psychological state now short of anything that's actually broken I'll always try to let my body fix itself but there again that game plan falls short of the aging process which slowly deteriorates your recuperative abilities And for many years, and in some ways still, I've been teaching fitness, geez, since the 80s, my God. And I'd even have to say that my views on fitness have changed drastically. Now, sure, there's a lot of people that need to get up off their asses and do stuff, but there's probably a lot of people, and I've found myself to be one of them, that needs to sort of relax and sit around and do less, not more. I think a lot of people's fitness regime is really what is causing most of their problems. Oh, and... Dave, the guy who came out and quoted the fence, Uh just called me. 
So I told him the issues are the corner bracing. Yeah. And that it didn't extend. And he said, well, we normally brace with T-posts, but okay, I understand we can brace with a pressure-treated 2x4. And he said, I clearly remember our conversation about extending it to the creek. He said that should have been done. Yeah. So I just sent him an email with the pictures, and he's going to figure out when they can come fix it. Oh, cool. Um, I'm talking about health and fitness today. Oh, wow. Yeah. And my uh, obscure views. One of my favorite topics. I know. (laughs) And uh, you would probably uh, resonate with the folks more than I at this point. We've both been fitness instructors, so you can imagine the... uh, Long time. Many years. I know. So, um, yeah, this is a good topic. All right. We'll see you on the other side. Integrity Radio. Bill Testicles just brought us some, what are they? Blackberries. Blackberries. Nice. Right down by the stream, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're perfect. Luna, you don't need blackberries. No, you don't need to eat any of those. We can't eat them, Luna. So what's on the agenda? Um, chores, then do the things that we did yesterday. That's right. A repeat of yesterday. Right. Same for me, too. Except no doctor's appointment. Okay. Speaking of health. Speaking of health. <laughs> yes. Oh, health and fitness in America. I, you know, my... I'm always going to be contrary. Maybe it's just my nature. Friendly debate. Yeah. Anyone? But uh, you know, I think America is a mess with its health care. Of course. Yeah. But where we're probably going to differ is I think that the fitness industry is responsible for keeping people uh, going to the doctors. (laughs) No, I'm not going to. No, I agree. You wouldn't argue. Okay. <laughs> I think I no think there. I think I think there are things within our fitness industry, just like anything, that you can cherry pick and it's good for you. But I think the way it's presented and the way that, like, if you went in to a gym and you'd never worked out and you met with a personal trainer, I think what the information you're giving you most likely would harm you. Yes. Yeah. I think Aaron, one of the uh, anchor um, folks here, he. Um, he had an unpleasant experience uh, at a fitness place, which I think is indicative of, of the industry of, uh, you know, them trying to push um, personal instructors, but then the personal, uh, you know, the trainers. Yeah. Uh, but then those trainers, of course, are just minimum wage. They're just like, they're, they're yeah. in and... Um you're a used car salesman, no serious personal offense, but they're like used car salesmen. When you walk into a gym, especially the big multi-chain gyms, they're just they're just trying to get more money out of you. That's the whole point. Yeah. That's right, I was spacing out what are we having for breakfast. Ben's gonna pick a cup and a half of blackberries and we're gonna have gluten-free blackberry pancakes.
<laughs> it just reminded me of uh, Hartman and his girlfriend at South Park. <laughs> we need matching t-shirts. I know. Oh, I know the t-shirts we need. We need those t-shirts with the um, with the arrow pointing in your direction and your is pointing in my direction uh-huh. and both shirts will say I'm with awesome <laughs> <laughs> my favorite version of that t-shirt is the one with the arrow pointing down and it says I'm with stupid <laughs> here's an example my dad the amazing Randy he's I don't know 80 180 I don't know I can't count that high but he's really old. He does not exercise one iota. And his good friend Penn from Penn and Teller, Penn doesn't exercise at all either. But both of those guys have amazingly active lifestyles. They're always doing things. And they don't tax their bodies with drugs and alcohol. So just being more active and pursuing what it is that you want to do in life can really go a long way to keeping you healthy, both mentally and physically. And let's face it, your nine to five may be taking everything you have for the day. All right, we'll keep talking about this, but for now, my health tip for today is stretch and do Siontel. Siontel is a standing meditation. Stretch and do Siontel every day. I guarantee the rest of your day will go a bit smoother. All right, that's it for this five-minute segment. Z out, Integrity Radio. Art, for me, happens when the artist goes beyond their familiar abilities. And that can happen if they work well below their abilities or try to extend well beyond their abilities. Beauty is that much more power when it's unintended. Integrity Radio here, and you know, I can't think of a reason why someone should not train in Wing Chun. Now, if you think if you don't know, Wing Chun is a martial art. Well, sort of. It's Kung Fu. Ah, oh boy, I'm going down a rabbit hole now. A a, a, a uh, semantic rabbit hole I'm going down right now. Alright, I'll try not to do that. Wing Chun sort of sets itself apart from all other martial arts. There are many reasons why you would not want to train in all other martial arts or any other martial art. Now, when I say Wing Chun, I kind of mean Siung Tao, the first form. Now, you don't need an instructor to learn the first form of the Siung Tao. You could learn my Siung Tao. You could learn anyone's Siung Tao. Turn the volume off. You don't need to hear anything that they say about the seal and towel, whoever it might be. Uh, but just learn the seal and towel and perform the seal and towel. And then start asking questions about the seal and towel and refine your knowledge and understanding of the seal and towel as you do it. That's it. You don't need to spend a dime. You don't need to join my club or anyone else's club. 
Wing Chun, Siung Tao. It's a form, you can do it in a few minutes, once a day. No reason in the world why anyone should not do Siung Tao. If you could stand, you should be doing Siung Tao. Even if you can't stand and you're bedridden, you should do Siung Tao. Now, there's no reason to not do Siong Tao. The reasons to do Siong Tao are very simple. To teach your body, or rather, to, yeah, we'll just go there. To teach your body center, balance, emotional control, internal strength, core conditioning. Emotional control, I might have said that, I'm going to say it again, because to me that's one of the greatest assets of Wing Chun. All from doing Siong Tao. Of course, as a self-defense, it's, it's unparalleled. So, but you may never use it. You may never decide to physically being a confrontation and you may succeed in never getting into a physical confrontation but still the self-defense aspects of Wing Chun are undeniable and in fact uh, Sifu Jonathan says you uh, can use Wing Chun to fight your greatest enemy that would be you, of course. You are your greatest enemy. If you caught the uh, broadcast I did yesterday, you might have heard me talk about Frank. And you're wondering, who is Frank? Well, I'm sure some of you got it. But those of you that didn't get it, let me be Frank. Get it? It's a joke. Let me be Frank. Yes, you are the one that has screwed you over the most in life. And Wing Chun helps with this. Wing Chun helps. It's a very personal thing. So, uh, there it is. There's my day's rant. Today's rant. On why you should do Wing Chun. If you can perhaps give me a reason why you shouldn't do or should not do Wing Chun, let me know. If you have any questions regarding Wing Chun, of course, uh, drop them. Call them in. All right. Integrity Radio. That's us. The Art of Integrity. Out. becoming more and more intrigued by the show Medicine Remixed and I thought since this is the health and fitness show today to uh, visit those guys so check this out these guys are mostly talking about not giving the keys away to your emotions essentially the 
importance of health in controlling your emotions. And I just love how Anchor is sort of acting as a symbiosis. It's almost an artificial intelligence that is pulling us together in strange ways. Integrity Radio. Yeah, check it out. You know, Anchor listeners and Integrity Radio listeners, we just got lucky because today is, well, health and fitness discussion day here at Integrity. And it just so happens to be sort of the topic of discussion at Medicine Remix. Now, I'm sorry for those of you that are not listening on Anchor or if this doesn't make it onto the podcast. But just in short recap or preview, (laughs) they've been talking about this illusion of choice and we're having all these too many choices. Okay, I say illusion of choice. Which leads to decision paralysis. Now, as a martial artist, I've already said a lot of what I can say about the matter. So, if you're an anchor listener, you're in luck because I'm going to echo more of the medicine remix that I found very parallel and helpful in and here's some more medicine remix. Hey, Medicine Z here. You know, what I love about Anchor is that we all somehow seem to be talking about the same things at different angles. It's amazing. I love it. And word up, the keys are right there in between your ears the whole time. I think people just keep using other people's keys to open the wrong doors. Love your station, so does everybody else. And as the great Van Halen once said, somebody call me a doctor. Somebody give me a shot. Now, oh, the irony. I said this is going to be a health and fitness episode, but we're going to leave out mental health. are you going to talk about health and fitness and leave out mental health? <laughs> I would call that a poor decision. <laughs> I thought it was very reaffirming to hear Medicine Remix talk about how people's psychological or emotional states affect their physical bodies. It almost reminds me of a punchline. Although I don't remember where it's from. I think it went something like, Lady, you don't need a doctor. You need a therapist. I don't know. Maybe it was Groucho Marx or something. There's an interesting Catch-22 sort of paradox. And that is to feel good. uh, Well, to be creative. We often want to feel good and... feel good, we have to be creative. It may be worth noting Buckminster Fuller's concept. He was a big fan of dogs. 
such as I and Ronnie are. I and Ronnie, Ronnie and me. All right, try to be grammatically proper here. He loved dogs, and he observed that dogs pretty much just lay around. And he theorized that that's pretty much what humans are meant to do. Ronnie has actually mentioned apes and monkeys kind of being the same way. Just kind of like to hang out and groom each other. Stay away from the monkeys with Toxo. I wonder, have we become a Toxo-infested society? There's a magical question. Oh wow. Uh, look what time it is. It, it's TMI time. been an interesting and well excellent I'll use the word excellent tool for creativity and productivity I use it as a journal that hopefully other people will chime in on which helps to take you out of your own head and appreciate all the other brains around you it's allowed me to put my own ideas into perspective it's encouraged me to be more creative and more importantly, more loving. So what the hell does this have to do with health and fitness? Well, um, it's about caring, right? You have to care for yourself and we have to care for others. Apply our selfishness and abandon our greed. Damn it, old habits are hard to break. Here's some good advice that, <laughs> that I can give. Drink lots of water or liquids. Yeah, sometimes water doesn't get absorbed, so you have to have other kinds of liquids, fruit juices or something, especially during the heat. Remember, if you're thirsty, it's too late. You're already beginning the process of dehydration. So you can check the doctor's notes on that. But that's what popular culture tells us. And it seems to be so. And don't sit around so much. Don't sit for more than 15 or 20 minutes if you can help it. Hi, Barbara Z here. I hope I'm not calling too late on this topic. But, um, you know, on the subject of topics... That's why I think a shuffle would work out really well, because um, you can skip people, but a shuffle would allow you to do, to kind of hear everybody out, and you know, you're only going to have to listen to the gardening uh, or the marketing uh, episode or segment for five minutes uh, if you're too lazy to swipe past it. So, um, I hope they do engage a shuffle feature. And as far as um, podcast goes, I think it's cool that they allow you to uh, archive. And you can edit that MP4 later. Cheers. So, I think I'm following Barbara's advice today and mostly listening. Yeah, an anchor listening day. What a good idea.
I mean, not that I won't be interjecting, as always. A contrarian can't help but to interject. I'll make you think I'm delicious with the stuff that I say. I'm the best you can get. Have you guessed me yet? It's just Zeke stopping by to say hi. Hey, Bill. Hey, Rob. Yeah. Um, did you know that I used to play ukulele? But, yeah. I, well, he did. I didn't. You told stories. I think you're getting confused, Ben. No, I never told this ukulele story. Yes. Yeah. There, there's some like instruments that I'm not, like, the biggest fan of. Piano being one of them, which is funny because that's my main instrument now. Mm-hmm. But I've also never been a big fan of harmonica, which is what I carry around with me if I'm hiking. Never been a big fan of the flute, but boy, do I do a lot of, compose a lot of music for the flute. And ukulele lies in one of those instruments that I was never a big fan of, but yet I used it instead of a bass because when I went to college for music, uh, my major was playing bass. I didn't want to carry a big old bass around. So ukulele has four strings, so I just tuned it the same as the bass. Makes sense. And then played it ukulele. My teacher, Joel DeBartolo, who was one of the greatest bass teachers in the world, since passed away, he hated me for it. <laughs> he hated me so much for it that he invited the whole class to Thanksgiving Except for me, the nice. guy with the ukulele. <laughs> Which I guess I should have had some sympathy because it's not my favorite instrument, of course, but you know, I play it, I have fun with it. Yeah, that's my ukulele story. <laughs> and then eventually, I actually would I'd start playing the ukulele in Hawaii. Yeah. But of course, everybody loves the ukulele in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yep, and that's the ukulele story. <laughs> I'll probably never tell it again. Uh, anything? Well, it's on radio. That's it. Anything to say in closing? Hello. Um, that's a pretty good story. Bill, you can't say hello when we're saying <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> you really do live in topsy turvy world. <laughs> I accomplished a drawing today. You can check it out on Twitter. That's Sifu Z on Twitter. S-I-F-U underscore Z. And I feel like doing some music. You know, my usual improvisational stuff. I enjoy composing and writing music. um, But mostly I love doing improv. And I can't say that my favorite thing to listen to is improv. Although I do like abstract noise. If that counts. I don't know. And like Ornette Coleman jazz. I like that kind of noise. But the key thing again is have the clear vision. Because then you never go to the gym and you say, today I feel down a little bit. I don't know what it is all about. I don't know my life, I'm confused. No, because that means that you haven't even set up your training partner.
the training partner was always responsible to challenge you at all times. So it was the thing, kind of in a fun way, but I mean, there was challenge just so that you don't slack off, so you don't give yourself a break. Franco Colombo, who was my training partner, was responsible if I just blinked that he said, well, let's pump up the day. The day I challenge you to a bench press competition, let's see if you can beat a 180 pound little guy. Let's see, and he would, he would know how to push the buttons because that's what the responsibility of a training partner is. So I, whenever people say, how can he be successful in bodybuilding or in lifting or in sports or in this, that, I always believe 100% in a training partner. We had a habit of after we trained at Gold's Gym that we would go and all go and have lunch together. But we would watch each other. Yes, people would have steak and the hamburger patty and all this, but if someone had the bread with the hamburger patty, we would bust them right then and there. So if we were helping each other, again, this is the responsibility, I think, of a training partner that you help each other, even though may, you may compete against each other. I love the talk we just had on medicine. I have a comment about that. Something I just find astonishing, remarkable. I'm so impressed by this. Are you ready? Here's what happens. Someone is diagnosed. I'm, I'm making up a very common example for, this, for the purposes of this explanation. Somebody's diagnosed with terminal cancer. The doctor says, you got six months to live. You say, you mind if I get a second opinion? Of course, go ahead. Go to a second doctor. You got five months to live. Go to a third doctor. Seven months to live. So basically, you're going to be dead in six months, plus or minus. Okay? What happens? You're alive a year later. Okay? You're alive two years later. Three years later, the cancer's in remission. Five years later, it's gone from your body. You happen to have been a religious person, and all over that time you were praying. People were praying for you. Here's what's astonishing, is that if you are that person, you are more likely to believe that God cured you, this invisible force, creator of the universe, cured you, than that you had three idiot doctors diagnose you. <laughs> I am astonished by this fact. The American Medical Association, is that what they call AMA? Has got to be the most powerful organization in the world because no one questions those diagnoses. They'll credit whatever else was going on because they were sure they were going to die. And I can tell you this, I taught physics to pre-med students who became doctors. Not all of them are smart, I assure you. Not only that, they're all trained in the same system. So three separate doctors that all went through the same system of medical schools, that's not actually three different opinions. It's the same opinion, just nuanced by the, what the person had for breakfast that morning. It's not three different opinions. Now, just to confirm this, there's a colleague of mine in the front row. Ha have you taught physics to pre-medical students? You have not, so you don't, I don't have a second opinion on what this is. But, so, I'm just impressed that it's impossible for people to think that they just had idiot doctors 
diagnosed them or that it was a diagnostic failure. I'm just. I'm sorry, say again? Okay, we have a Physics 101 professor here who said he's failed more students who are pre-med than those who are pre-law. Yeah, it's astonishing. It's astonishing who ends up being our doctors. If you would like more information about The Amazing Meeting, visit AmazingMeeting.com. At this very minute, someone is falling for a health fraud scam. On TV, online, in print ads, in stores. It's happening all around us. But spend just a little time with me right now, and we'll show you how to see through health fraud scams by being smart, being aware, and by being careful. You'll be able to identify and avoid health fraud scams. What exactly is health fraud? Just what it sounds like, a scam. A way to deceive people about health products that may not be all they're cracked up to be. They play on our desire for a quick cure, and then they bombard us with savvy marketing. And these companies target all of us, promising help with weight loss, sexual performance, aches, pains, memory loss, and other age-related issues. Even people with more serious medical conditions like cancer, heart disease, HIV, Alzheimer's, and many more. They use TV infomercials, the internet, magazines, and direct mail. They even recruit people, perhaps even family and friends you know, to spread the word about their products through word-of-mouth marketing. They make claim after miraculous claim, miracle cures, wonder drugs. And for those who need hope, it's tempting to believe them. But think of the consequences of falling for these health scams. Sure, it could cost you lots of money. Wasted on worthless drugs, supplements, devices, test kits, and treatments. But it could also cost you your health. And by using unproven health products rather than the appropriate treatments, you might miss your window of opportunity to diagnose and treat a serious disease or condition. These products might make you even sicker. They could interfere with your medicines. They could even kill you. So what should you do? Well, the FDA wants you to know the red flags you need to be on the lookout for. Be aware of claims like quick fix, scientific breakthrough, cure all, or no risk money back guarantee. And if a product claims to cure a wide range of unrelated diseases, be suspicious. And many serious diseases don't even have a cure, despite what some companies claim. They'll also use personal testimonials and doctors played by actors claiming amazing results to scam you. You'll also want to be especially careful on the internet. This is one place where you'll find more and more products tainted with potentially harmful ingredients, including prescription drugs, steroids, and other chemicals not listed on the label. The bottom line is this. If it's an unproven or little-known treatment, Talk to your doctor or healthcare professional before you take anything for your health problem. You'll want to protect your personal information, including your Medicare ID number. Never give it out in exchange for a free offer. How many people do you think have been scammed just in the time that I've been talking to you? Too many. It's happening all around us, every minute of every day. So don't be a victim of health fraud scams. Be smart, be aware, and be careful. For more information on how to spot health fraud scams, visit fda.gov slash health fraud.
Top 10 Health Benefits of Marijuana Number 1, Cancer Cannabinoids, the active components of marijuana, inhibit tumor growth in laboratory animals and also kill cancer cells. Western governments have known this for a long time yet they continued to suppress the information so that cannabis prohibition and the profits generated by the drug industry proliferated. THC that targets cannabinoid receptors CB1 and CB2 is similar in function to endocannabinoids, which are cannabinoids that are naturally produced in the body and activate these receptors. The researchers suggest that THC or other designer agents that activate these receptors might be used in a targeted fashion to treat lung cancer. 2. Tourette's Syndrome Tourette's syndrome is a neurological condition characterized by uncontrollable facial grimaces, tics, and involuntary grunts, snorts and shouts. Dr. Kirsten Muhl of Al of the Hanover Medical College in Germany, led a team that investigated the effects of chemicals called cannabinols in 12 adult Tourette's patients. A single dose of the cannabinol produced a significant reduction in symptoms for several hours compared to placebo. The researchers reported. Number 3. Seizures. Marijuana is a muscle relaxant and has antispasmodic qualities, that have proven to be a very effective treatment for seizures. There are actually countless cases of people suffering from seizures, that have only been able to function better through the use of marijuana. Number 4. Migraines. Since medicinal marijuana was legalized in California, doctors have reported that, they have been able to treat more than 300,000 cases of migraines, that conventional medicine couldn't through marijuana. Number 5. Glaucoma. Marijuana's treatment of glaucoma has been one of the best documented. There isn't a single valid study, that exists that disproves marijuana's very powerful and popular effects on glaucoma patients. Number 6. Multiple Sclerosis. Marijuana's effects on multiple sclerosis patients, became better documented when former talk show host, Montel Williams began to use pot to treat his Ms. Marijuana works to stop the neurological effects and muscle spasms, that come from the fatal disease. Number 7. Adent ADHD. A well-documented USC study done about a year ago, showed that marijuana is not only a perfect alternative for Ritalin, but treats the disorder without any of the negative side effects of the pharmaceutical. Number 8. IBS and Crohn's. Marijuana has shown that, it can help with symptoms of the chronic diseases, as it stops nausea, abdominal pain, and diarrhea. Number 9. Alzheimer's. Despite what you may have heard about marijuana's effects on the brain, the Scripps Institute, in 2006, 
prove that the THC found in marijuana works to prevent Alzheimer's, by blocking the deposits in the brain that cause the disease. Number 10. Premenstrual Syndrome Just like marijuana is used to treat IBS, it can be used to treat the cramps and discomfort that causes PMS symptoms. Using marijuana for PMS actually goes all the way back to Queen Victoria. We did it. We went all the way through the act. Just banged it out. We we're kind of running late tonight. And so. We just had to eat dinner and bam, do the act and go to bed. It's nice. The music really helps to remind us all what to do and when to do it. This is very cool. Well, today's episode was supposed to be fitness and health. And, I, and, and it is, it was. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I really enjoy doing these theme things. I think I'll leave themes up to the great everything. And I'll just keep doing this off the cuff. Nonsense. Love dissonance. serious about you know you need to get into shape and you know if you're looking for my advice on getting into shape you should definitely check out Wing Chun we got a we have a website don't we Ronnie we have a website, website www.sifuz.com sifuz.com and a uh, bunch of videos free show you how to do this standing meditation stuff so no physical prerequisites required as long as you can stand you can do Wing Chun don't even have to stand I know I, that's true I once did it while I was hospitalized in bed Zone, going, weaving in and out of consciousness, I was able to do Wing Chun 
even during unconsciousness. This is an extreme example, but... stuff, huh? It's nice. And singing. I know. You like it, eh? Amazing. Alright, well, that's uh, today's show. Probably had more guests on today than me yapping away. Yeah. But, uh, I think it was all good good intel and uh boy i also featured uh medicine remixed uh, you haven't heard that show have you i haven't heard the show yeah, it's, it's, what you posted. Yeah, it's, it's something it's sort of hip-hop doctors or something it's like <laughs> it's like the like that show the tv show i was in where they the doctors without borders yeah. that show yeah that's hip hop guys without borders. It's cool. All right. As always, thank you for listening. Integrity Radio. Good night.